Hello, this is Mike Pearson from the Bot Brothers, AI for Educators. This is a mini bot bonus episode about chat GPT and large language models. That's the stuff that powers chat GPT, Google Bard, etc. The question and answer for this mini bot is, is chat GPT thinking? In order to answer this, I'm going to explain what a large language model is and why that information is important in answering whether or not ChatGPT is thinking or not. I'll try to do this based on my pretty good knowledge of the English language as I've been an English teacher for 20 years, and then I will couple it with my hilariously low comp sci understanding of large language. First, ChatGPT is a large language model by OpenAI. OpenAI is the company that makes it. Here's how it was built. First, it was fed tons and tons and tons and tons of data. As my little girls say, infinity plus. They basically tried to suck up or scrape is what they call it. Everything on the internet, everything on Wikipedia, all the text, PDFs, emails, every text ever written and added into their database so that their computer program could then analyze it. And as it is analyzing it, it was applying probability methods. So let me explain. Like, let me kind of break it down and explain it. So this is a language model. And I, I'm thinking it's mostly educators. And I'm an English teacher, so I think like an English teacher. So if, I, if we think about just like letters, phrases, or a sentence, we, there's expectations of what's going to follow. So if I, if, if, if I said, get out a piece of paper, and I'm going to ask you to spell a word, and I'm going to supply the letters, you're going to take educated guesses based on your content. And if I said the first letter was Q and said, what's the next letter? Most of you, I bet, would write down U. Now I know there's Scrabble players that would say, or Wordle players that would say there's other words, but probably you'd put down U because QU is the rule we learned a long time ago. And most English words that start with Q, U follows. So Another example, if you knew that the first two letters were ST, you might guess the next letters are OP or ART or OOP or, or whatever. So you might get start or, or, or stoop or stop. Okay. Um, so then imagine you had the dictionary in front of you and GP, GPT has, chat GPT has all the dictionaries in the world in front of it. And then you are asked to finish up a word that started with Q or STP or, or ST, whatever. Um, because you have, because you have all that data, you would supply all the words in the English language that start with Q. So there's a whole bunch, right? But then maybe you're given more context. Let's say the context was royalty and I'm going to give you one letter and I want you to guess what the word is. The first letter is Q. I bet, I bet that you pretty quickly say queen, right? So the data set is smaller because I'm going to say, I want you to think of a word that starts with Q and it goes in the category of royalty. Oh, queen. Maybe there's another one. I couldn't think of it. So what just happened here is that I gave you more context. It 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 clo like it closed it it limited your data set. Like you know you know thousands and thousands and thousands of words in English language because you're native speakers, but just by providing context you limit it. So the more that you limit the the more your output is better. Okay. So 
chat GPT has like all of human writing. It has more context. And so then in the prompt box, when we do that, we supply a context and then chat GPT's choices become limited, limited and its accuracy or probability goes up. So if you tell it to write a poem, that's a vague prompt. So poem still applies or still supplies a lot of information. Like there's certain syntactical patterns or information that we expect. Most people probably, when they think of poems, they probably think of something rhymy, something hallmarky. And ChatGPT has probably read all those and supplies something like that. Um, it might, it might, might kind of do a certain length that we expect. But if we were like, if we said that we were going to write a poem about royalty, then we're probably going to get the word queen in there somewhere because we limited its data set. So what, what if we said write a poem in the style of Shakespeare? ChatGPT has all of Shakespeare's sonnets, the 130 or so that they are, and it would it would use that data set and it would say, it it would it would go through the process of figuring out that well there's 14 syllables and there was 14 lines. It's an iambic pentameter. Uh, it has this rhyme scheme, and it would and it would produce something that is Shakespeare-like. So we've been talking about words, but the same thing applies to sentences or phrases, paragraphs chapters, genres. So if you, you know, the prompt is a sci-fi story, that's a particular genre. And so chat GPT can guess probably that what's going to happen is this next thing. So it's just like the QU or just like the ST, you narrow down the data set. So chat GPT does this over and over and over again for every letter it selects, for every sentence it writes, for every type of writing it does, it just it just does it over and over again. It says, well, if you wanted a a pitch for a startup company, it probably looks like this. And then if you gave it content, it's gonna it's gonna say, it's gonna write something that probably resembles these other ones it's seen. And the language probably does this, and it probably does this. And pretty soon when you think about it, what you have is a is like a machine that goes probably, 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 probably until it is finished. And when it is done, if the user defined the prompt fairly well, the AI program will write something that resembles what you're looking for. It's like Google autocomplete, totally amped up, or as I like to call it, chat GPT, large language models are probably machines. So let's come back. The original question was, is chat GPT thinking? Well, probably not. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something, please share this podcast with your friends or on social media. If you would like to be part of the conversation, or if you'd like to see some resources, there is information linked in the show notes. We would also appreciate if you click the follow button and give us a rating. It helps us help you. Until the next time, this is Mike from the Bot Brothers, AI for Educators.